So we are learning to be entrepreneurs. We are learning to be business leaders. We are learning to be bosses. We are learning to be parents that blend both running businesses and trying to be very, you know, parents that are involved in our kids' lives, most likely, right? We're blending partnerships. We're blending so many different things. But who is teaching us? We're kind of learning as we go. Welcome to the Product Boss Podcast, where we're dedicated to helping product-based business owners turn into revenue-generating, successful, happy product bosses. I'm Jacqueline Snyder. And I'm Mina Kunlosita. Together through digital courses, coaching, and masterminds, we've helped over 50,000 students from startup to multi-million dollar businesses scale their sales while blending in their dream life. It gets lonely out there in the product business world. We fully believe a business shouldn't be built alone. There's room at the top for all of us. So let's get scrappy and creative together, Product Boss, to be profitable, make more sales, and grow your visibility. Are you ready? Let's dive in. Hey there, Product Boss. Are you squeezing in those last days of summer? This is the perfect time to get outside, soak up some amazing sunshine, and spend some quality time with our kids, our friends, family, and pets before the hustle and bustle of fall. Now, you may agree that summer is such a unique season. It gives us, particularly those who own product-based businesses, the chance to slow down a bit before the holiday season rush. And we definitely want you, as a product boss, to fully utilize the slower pace. Remember, we say work on your business versus in it at these times. And it's not only about squeezing in those last summer days to enjoy the summer, but also preparing for what might be your busiest season yet when the fall comes around. Now that's exactly why we're excited about HubSpot's AI powered tools. These tools have the potential to help you work smarter and not harder. They can streamline your entire business operations from research and strategy to content creation and optimization. Okay, so just think about it, right? Recent research indicates that those who use AI, particularly business owners, have managed to cut the time spent on admin tasks by half. Okay, listen, so from five hours to just two and a half hours a day, that's simply incredible. Just imagine what you could do with an extra two and a half hours per day. Now, with this substantial time savings, you can be squeezing in one final summer getaway or gearing up for the holiday season and having one less thing to worry about when you're running your business. So product boss, learn more and get started today at HubSpot.com. Hey, product boss, before we jump into the show, I just wanted to let you know that we see you. We see those fantastic products that you've poured your heart into, that you're set to sell, ready to shine, but there's just one problem. Not enough people know that you're out there. They don't know that your business exists. And it's a common challenge, but one that you don't have to face alone. We are here to help. So introducing the totally free three-day Get More Eyes on Your Business Bootcamp. In just three days, we'll deep dive into strategies to ensure that you find and get in front of your ideal customers just in time for the busiest shopping season of the year. Now, this holiday season, don't just hope to be discovered. Equip yourself with proven steps to guarantee that when the holiday buzz kicks in, shoppers don't just stumble upon you, they actively seek you out. You've done the hard work creating those amazing products. Now let's make sure everyone knows where to find them. So are you ready to get more eyes on your business and boost those holiday sales? Then don't wait. 
Get registered for free today at theproductboss.com slash more eyes, or you can DM us on Instagram, the word eyes, and we'll get you all signed up. Of course, all the information is in the show notes. Now, remember your customers are out there. Let's make sure they actually find you. We're here to help you product boss. I hope to see you inside. Hey, Product Boss, and welcome back to another episode. It's Jacqueline for just another Just Jack episode. Just Jack episode. Um, And I wanted to talk today about that concept of overcoming that fear of making investments in your business. And I know that this comes up for so many of you. I hear our students talk about it. I hear our masterminders talk about it. And I'll tell you that it's actually a fear that I've had. Now, I remember that I had my business for about 10 years of business, right? Like I... I had my um, Cuffs Couture, which was my wearable wrist wallet company that I had. I had Lily Mark, which was my eco-friendly dress line. And I had my consulting business. And through all of that, I had never had um, help, right? I'd never, I had never invested in my own education or anything like that. I did invest in team because in order to grow my business, I needed team. I did invest in equipment. I invested in space. Because I kind of, I had seen like, this is what I needed. So I knew that those were the things that I needed to invest in um, as I wanted to grow my business and to the idea that I had to grow it. But the thing that I had never invested in, nor did I ever have the, the idea that I could or know where I was going to invest was in education, right? In coaching or courses or programs. I had come out of fashion school. I knew that you paid for, you know, college, but I didn't know that there was more out there. Now, if I had started my business, you know, 10, 15 years later, I would have been surrounded by education, free content, and all the things. But I want to kind of jump into this because I want to talk about overcoming that fear of making investments. Now, going back to that, the first, first time that I ever decided to uh, work with anyone was to hire a coach. Oh, no, no, no. Sorry. Actually, it was to join her mastermind. And to join her mastermind, it was about $2,500 a month. And to that point, I had never paid anyone that, not even the people who had worked for me. And I was scared about it. But I thought, you know, I'm a decade into my business. There's a lot of things that are no longer working for me. I'm super frustrated. I'm going into debt because I had a lot of credit card debt. And I just felt like things were easier at one point, but things weren't easy anymore. And not only were they not easy, I was starting to financially suffer. So I had taken the leap into investing with her into this mastermind before I had an ROI on it without saying like I had all this extra money to spend, but more to kind of save my business, to save my um, my mind and my mindset, right? I was struggling. I was depressed. I had anxiety. I wasn't sure where the money was going to come from, but I knew I needed to make a change. I wasn't shutting my business down, but I needed to make a change. I needed to invest in that. So I'll say that that is something that when I first spent that first amount of money, how hard it was. But then since then, and the results that I got, how I've continued to invest in myself um, and you know myself as the business owner in terms of education to know what the next step is. Now, I want to flip this to another part of the conversation and talk about, while I'm talking about education, there are other things that I think that you all don't necessarily invest in that get in the way of your own growth. One of the things that I see, number one, that a lot of you don't invest in is um, is in terms of equipment, especially for our makers or those of you out there that started as makers and that you know that there's certain equipment that you can use that will make your life easier, but you're not ready to invest in them. 
Now we worked, one of our students in multi-stream machine, she went on to be in our mastermind with us, but she had a jewelry business. She sold mainly like metal necklaces and a lot of stuff made out of copper. Now, the way that she was able to scale her business was not hand whittling the copper into the shape she wanted, but she spent a couple thousand dollars on buying equipment that could laser engrave and make the product that she wanted to make. So she was able to come up with a strategy, the design, but the actual work was no longer done by hand, but rather it was done by equipment that made it easier. So that's one of our students. We've seen other students because if you ever join us in our challenges, we love to give things away. And we've given away a lot of Rolo and Dymo printers. Now, what are those? Those are those packaging printers that print out your labels um, when you're shipping. So they sync with your, let's say you're on Shopify, they sync with your e-commerce platform or Etsy. They will print out the labels of who you need to ship to. And all you have to do is peel and stick them on the box. No more cutting out paper. This is how I used to do it before these label things were invented. I'd print out all of my, you know, packaging labels on my printer. I would take my scissors and cut it into shape. Um, and then I would scot, I would not scotch tape. I would ro- like do the big packing tape on top of it. Or if I was real fancy, I had the packing, uh, like the little sticky envelopes that you would put it onto, right? But that was a lot of effort and time. I mean, just a simple investment of $200 into a shipping piece of equipment. A lot of people say they want to save it, but if you are busy, if you're shipping labels, and if that is taking you a significant amount of time to print everything, to cut it, to tape it on, then I want you to think about how these investments can save time for you, the business owner, or even imagine if you were paying someone by the hour, how, okay, let's actually, let's flip this and say, you have a team member. You pay that team member $20 an hour. They're shipping for you. You're watching them print the paper in the printer. You're watching them take it and cut it out and then take their um, packing tape and and they're taping it. Or you're watching them fold it smaller to fit into one of those little sticky envelopes. And you're looking at that and you're saying, wow, that could be so much more efficient. I'm paying that person $20 an hour and this is taking them so long. It would be so worth it to you to buy, let's say a piece of equipment, like a $200 Rolo printer and, and make that investment and speed up what they can do in an hour. Because I think the hardest part here is a lot of times you all don't think of yourselves in the same way that you would think of it if you were paying someone else. Because a lot of you aren't paying yourselves or not paying yourself a living wage or not paying yourself the amount that you want. And it's really easy for us to do a lot of things in our business without getting paid, but we're ultimately literally the worst bosses. So with that said, I want you to think about equipment. How could equipment make your business more efficient? What could you invest in? Is there something you want to invest in? Is it something cheap? that you're, you realize, wow, I don't know why I've been putting up so much like um, resistance against that. Or is it something that if you were to invest in it now and it's a bigger piece of equipment, it would help you have a better yield, right? It would help you sell more because you have more product and you can keep up with demand. So when the demand is, when the demand is there, that is the time that you want to really think about what are the products uh, or what is the, what are the products that could be made more efficiently and what would I need to invest in? Okay. So that's equipment. So there's a fear a lot of times of you all investing in equipment. Now there's also a fear of investing into team. And when I say team, this can be super general. Let me just even back it up and say into help, right? Who can help you? Now, again, my friends that are startups that um, have not really made any money in your business yet. 
you know, you will get to this point. So keep your ears open, listen up, because this is helpful for you to learn now as you grow your business. But for my friends that have already started earning revenue in their business, right? Whether it's a few hundred dollars a month, a few thousand, tens of thousands, wherever you're at, because let me tell you, I have worked with product-based business owners that are um, making $2 million in their business and it's just them and one other person and they are drowning, okay? So whether your business is making $50,000 and you feel like you're drowning or your business is making $2 million and you feel like you're drowning, this is something to listen up to because the kind of people that we are, those amazing entrepreneurs were people who started businesses, right? You are a special breed of person. We can do a lot. We can tolerate a lot. We can invent a lot. We can work a lot of hours. We have the self-determination in ourselves that other people don't necessarily have when they don't want to work for themselves, but you do. The other side of this though, is that at what capacity can you handle? Where is it best? Where is your time best spent? for example. So when you're also thinking about investing and the idea of investing in something, I want you to think about um, the value of hiring help or outsourcing tasks. Okay. So what does that mean? That could mean simply that instead of you driving to the post office, you pay for a pickup if you have to pay or if you get it for free from the post office or UPS or FedEx or whatever, right? They come to your house and they pick up the packages. They come back to, they come to your factory and they pick it up. You don't spend your time packing your car, driving and your gas, right? To go drop it off. So it could be as simple as that. It could be, um, it could be outsourcing simple tasks of whether it's friends or family. A lot of times that's the first people we turn to, or is it someone that you could hire very, um, for just a few hours, right? Maybe it's a couple hours a week. Maybe it's your, you know, teenage uh, niece that understands social media and you want them to post something. Well, let's make them a little older. Let's put them in college. Okay. Or maybe it is um, someone who's going to come in and package your stuff to get it shipped or pick and pack, right? So I want you to just think where are you getting stuck? A lot of you that are makers that believe it has to be with your own two hands don't realize that there are parts, and we've done episode upon episode about this, but there are parts of your business that you can outsource or have someone else help you in to do um, while it's still a handmade product, okay? So I just wanted to say that as well. So this happened for a multi-stream machine student of ours that ended up having a brick and mortar. And it was a gift shop. And they were in their gift shop all the time. So not only do they make their own products that they that were also sold in this gift shop, they bought and they sold from you know um, other brands. And this person was not only making and having to deal with e-commerce and all the things, but they were also pretty much running their store. And they had one person that was part-time helping them. So if you want to think about holiday help in the holiday season, you may decide if that's something like you, right? You own a gift shop, you have a product store, um, a product-based business. Now imagine this is different for each of you. Um, let's just say you even have a full-time job and your full-time job pays you more than your product business makes, but your product business can hire someone part-time to perhaps be packing and shipping during the days when you're at work, right? Wouldn't it be worth it? to pay someone $15, $20 an hour, depending on where you live. The minimum wage could be different, um, but you pay them and they're there shipping during the day while you're working and you're making the money that you make in salary that will go towards funding your product business, but your product business can keep growing and then you could just focus on the higher level strategy. So we saw that in this one student, MSM student that um, had a store, was doing all the things and they decided, you know what? 
I could hire two more people to cover the store because the store was getting a lot of foot traffic. And then I can spend my time as the boss of my business and really think about the strategy, right? And think about what needs to be made. And perhaps they're still pouring the candles and making the things while the store is running. Okay, so I want you to think about that that, um, human investment. And then the other investment that a lot of times gets overlooked, and I shared a little bit of this in the very beginning, was education and training, right? There is an exponential return on your investment when you invest in yourself. Let me say that again. There is an exponential return on your investment when you invest in yourself, right? But you don't know this when you're starting. You don't know what you don't know. And you know you don't know a lot of things, right? Because you're like, ah, there's probably an answer to this or there's probably an answer to that. Um, There must be an easier way of doing this. Why is this so hard? Someone else must have figured that out, right? We have these ideas have these thoughts about the things that we know could be better, could be fixed, but we don't have the answers. So remember, when you invest in yourself, you're investing in something one time, typically, or an investment to long-term education, right? We can go back to thinking about college. I don't think most of us would go to a doctor that never went to med school, right? We wouldn't say to a, you know, hey, you're a surgeon, but you didn't go to medical school, cut me open, doc, right? We want to go to people that have experience because year over year, they're going to learn and then that is going to keep paying off. There's going to be an ROI. So I would say the same thing for yourself. We are learning to be entrepreneurs. Most of us didn't go to school for entrepreneurship and it wasn't real world advice, right? So we are learning to be entrepreneurs. We are learning to be business leaders. We are learning to be bosses. We are learning to be parents that blend both running businesses and trying to be very, you know, parents that are involved in our kids' lives, most likely, right? We're blending partnerships. We're blending so many different things. But who is teaching us? We're kind of learning as we go. So that ROI, when you invest in yourself, can give you and like the right course, the right training, the right bootcamp challenge, whatever it is, can help you pivot when needed and really like upscale your business, right? It gives you this education of things you didn't necessarily know. The beautiful, amazing thing that exists in the world right now is that there is so much education on demand. As quickly as we can watch anything on Netflix, um, we can listen to anything on Apple on, or podcasts, we can listen to any book on an audiobook. We also can gain access to education for anything if you want to learn to be a pilot, there are there are videos and education on that. If you want to learn how to write a book, there's something there. If you want to learn how to make um, chocolate bunnies, there is education on that, right? If you want to learn how to grow and scale your product-based business without spending a single cent on ads, there is a course for you on that. If you're a maker, if you're a baker, there's so much education out there. And then what's up to you, my friend, is for you to decide what do you want to invest in? What is going to have the greatest ROI on your needs in your business right now? I know a lot of people, you know, there's a lot of stuff out there. Um, There are a lot of, let's say, courses and programs and challenges for people who teach or help product-based business owners, not as many as service which is why the product boss has been so successful is that we really met the needs of our of our product business entrepreneurs. But the question is, is what are your needs right now, right? So what we see our students, our community, our listeners' biggest, biggest issues is one is visibility, right? Getting more eyes on their business. How can they possibly be discovered? They don't know how to get discovered by more people. They know they have the product to sell. They just don't have the people to sell it to. 
or enough people, right? We also know, so they're looking for eyes. We also know they're not sure if they're pricing things correctly. If they have like certain systems in place and those systems are the ones in which um, stop the money from draining out the bottom, they don't know. Because how would you know if you're just figuring things out on your own? And looking at, you know, the way other people price, especially on Etsy, does not mean that that is the right way for you to price, right? Like we want this to be an actual mathematic calculation, um, there's also the idea of that visibility. So not only is it getting in front, getting the eyeballs, but it's that idea of like chicken or the egg. Do you need to have a ton of, you know, followers on social media, a ton of email addresses? Like, do you have to have the people to get the visibility, to get the sales first, right? So do you need the visibility first and then you get sales or can they happen at the same time? So the thing that we teach at the product boss is that they can happen at the same time. That you can get visibility, you can get eyes on your business and make sales at the same time. That it will increase, you will increase how many people discover you and find you and increase the way that you're going to get sales at the same time, right? So if that is information that you need right now, then the product boss is your answer. If it's not, right, then there might be someone else, another coach, another program for you. Hey friend, I'm just going to interrupt this episode really quickly because it's podcast recommendation time. Okay, so this month we are really enjoying the Hustle Daily Show. It's hosted by Zachary Crockett, Jacob Cohen, Robert Litters, and Julie Bennett, which is brought to you by the HubSpot Podcast Network, the audio destination for business professionals. The Hustle Daily Show brings you a daily dose of offbeat, and informative takes on the most recent interesting business and tech stories. One of my favorite things about the show is how on top of the stories they are, because they make sure that their episodes are always released and relevant to what's currently happening in the world. So one of their most recent episodes is all about the writer's strike, which is happening in Hollywood. And it's actually affecting my family, because if you don't know it, my husband is an actor and now his union as the actors are striking and the writer's strike. And they're really talking about what AI has to do with those strikes. And let me tell you, it is so informative because as business owners, I think it's so crucial for us to understand what's happening in the world outside of our own market to see how it can play into our businesses as well. Because while AI is amazing, there are a lot of cons for writers and actors. And this episode is really interesting and they dig in and they'll give you their take on it. So I can't wait for you to dive into that episode. Listen to The Hustle Daily Show wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, Product Boss, you probably heard the exciting news in the very beginning of the show where we're introducing our totally free three-day Get More Eyes on Your Business Bootcamp, where in three days, we'll dive deep into strategies that are going to help you find and get in front of your ideal customers just in time for the busiest shopping season of the year. Now, if you haven't done that yet, why don't you go ahead and pause the podcast? Now, you can click the links in the show notes or head to theproductboss.com slash more eyes or just send us a DM over on Instagram at theproductboss and just send us the word eyes and we'll get you all signed up. Now, pause, go ahead and get registered because it's totally free and it's going to be a total game changer and then come back and listen to the rest of the show. So I want you to think about that because no matter where you decide to invest, I want you to invest in the place that's going to have the greatest ROI on yourself and your business. Whatever you learn now, you learn it. It's yours to keep. Once it enters your mind, right, and and you know it, you can't unknow it. 
And now you have a little bit more information. You have those tools to keep investing in your business. So um, just another quick story is I spoke to a student today and she does um, eco-friendly household products. And one of them are sponges. And she's a multi-stream machine student. And she remembers, you know, getting advice um, in one of the, uh, in when she had like a Q&A with us about, her bestseller. Because you also, if you've been around here at any point, you understand that we talk about your bestseller, which is your money-making offer, which is the product that is the thing that's going to be your main product you sell because your customers want it. They're proving to you that like it is, it's what they want, right? So it's easier to sell because it's what they want. And then we try and figure out how to get it in front of more people on more platforms. So let's go back and talk about her and say, she had discovered that her bestseller were, were reusable sponges. And she was selling them individually. And the question was, is because she raised her cart value. This is what we teach inside of Multistream Machine. Because she raised how much, like raised the amount of money people spend. So let's say her sponge was $15. Could we get them to spend $45 with her instead by buying a three-pack? We were like, let's just see. So the advice and what she learned inside of Multistream Machine was what is her bestseller? How to make an offer from her bestseller? She learned that in like our free challenges. And then she decided, okay, with, through Multistream Machine, she decided, where am I going to show up where my customers are in front of more people? And um, how am I going to make more sales? And she told me today that she's like, you know, when I first started, I started with these sponges in my local community at my local farmer's markets and they weren't selling. And then she's like, I realized that, that my customers were not the people in my small community. My customers were out there. I just didn't know where to find them. And so in order to get more eyes on her business, right, she used the things that she she learned from us. And then she decided to go to cities like Los Angeles and San Francisco and places where people had more money, were looking for alternative products. Um, when I said had more money, they had more discretionary income. Um, they're looking for alternative products. And to be honest, eco-friendly is important to them. And so she learned what she learned inside of Multistream Machine of showing up in person in other places in front of other people's audiences. And she said she cannot believe it, but her entire business has transformed. Selling, focusing on a single type of product with variations in a bundle and getting in front of the right customers so getting more eyes on her business, okay? So I hope that makes sense. So when you're thinking about education and training, she could have kept doing things the way she did and had been doing forever. Or once she invested in herself, she unlocked this knowledge, the stuff she can't put back. And that's the thing that's really kind of helped her move forward. So I want to talk about the fear of failure, right? So a lot of times that business owners hesitate to invest in themselves is they're, they're afraid. They're afraid it's not going to work. They're afraid they're um, not going to use that equipment or there's going to be something behind the equipment that they don't know how to do. They're afraid that maybe they don't know how to hire the people or they can't afford to hire the people or they don't know how to be a boss or they don't want to lead people. Or when they're thinking about investing in themselves into education or programs or curriculum or something to uplevel themselves, they have a fear of failure that either it's not going to work for them. It's great for somebody else. It worked for someone else, but it's not going to work for them. Or that they're going to... um not do it because they don't believe in themselves, right? So that that vicious cycle of not believing in yourself, oh, it's not going to work. It's not going to work for me. It's not going to work. Of course, it's not going to work for you if you believe that. But if you flip it to what if this did work for me, right? What if I didn't fail? Um, the student with the eco-friendly sponges could have said, initially, I failed. I did this. I tried that. It didn't work. 
But it wasn't that the offer wasn't working. It wasn't that her amazing products weren't working. It was that she wasn't in front of the right customer. And with the support of the education she had, she was able to figure out other ways to get in front of the right customers in order to see, to test the product. And guess what? They are selling, like gangbuster selling, like to the point that she's thinking of moving back to Los Angeles selling um, because she's like, that's where my customers are, right? So, I mean, we're talking about moving. (laughs) So we've got the idea of the fear of failure. There's that uncertainty about that return on your investment. But if we think about education, it is, of course, there's a return on your investment if you take action. If you take in the knowledge, you can't unlearn it and then you you can move forward. Of course, we all have previous bad experiences, right? That might be a reason. That might be a fear. Um, I will tell you not every person that works for you is going to be a bad experience. Some might be, but you'll learn from it. Not every investment is going to work in terms of machinery, but you'll make those decisions. And those are just part of being a business owner, right? There are things we invest in and they're just amazing. And there's things that we invest in that we're like, you know... Maybe next time I would do it differently. But that's the point. We have to continue to learn. Like we're never going to stop learning. And then there's the idea of a bad experience with a coach or a program, right? And so listening to a podcast, getting to know the coaches or the education, getting to see if it vibes with you in the way that you do your business um, or if it speaks to you, then I think that's a check check mark number one of is this for you or this is not for you. Check mark number two is, are there testimonials, right? Are there proven results of this thing working? And if you see testimonial after testimonial after testimonial, it's that idea of not thinking this just works for them. This is an idea of thinking this has worked for a lot of people. Why wouldn't it work for me? Right? And so I want you to start to think and switch about switch around your, your mindset a little bit and be more curious and be more excited about the potential of what could happen. So... What I'd love for you all to do is you're thinking about these fear of investing in yourself, okay? Just take baby steps. So let's take some strategies to overcome that fear. One might be baby steps with starting with a smaller investment to build your confidence. Now, if you come join us inside of our boot camps or our challenges, we give away the Rolo printer or Dymo printer. So come join us, show up live, and you may win. But if you don't win, invest in something like that for yourself right? Invest in something that you've been putting off. You're like, no, I shouldn't put my money into that. And maybe you do. I mean, I'm thinking this is old school, like automatic stapler instead of a regular stapler, right? What is, if you were stapling tons of paper, wouldn't it be better to have an automatic stapler than a regular one? I just went to super basic desk equipment here. All right. So think about the things that you can invest in that are smaller investments, perhaps under a hundred dollars, That is something that's going to help you when you're thinking about equipment. Baby step. The other part is like a team member. Can you just learn to hire out one part of something, right? We had a student in multi-stream machine that made candles and, and he decided to hire out. It was very hard to let go of a lot of the things, the making, the production, all the stuff. But, and actually a lot of candle companies that we've worked with have done this. Can we, the neighbor next door, they need some extra work. Can we pay them per candle? to stick the label on straight. That's all. Because that is a task that takes a lot of time, right? So if you're selling these candles, we can afford to pay someone to stick the labels on, right? So I want you to consider things like that. And another baby step is, you know, small investments into things, right? So let's say you join us inside of our boot camp and you decide that you're going to make a small investment into upgrading to the VIP option, right? Because VIP gets access to questions and answers and templates and all this other stuff. That's a small investment. A lot of you may have invested into a 
smaller course, like a rock your health or no, 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 like a year of content. A year of content is a smaller investment. So you may start with something small and say, do I resonate with the way this person teaches? Do I resonate with um, the action items? Am I having a transformation, right? Do I feel different than I did in the beginning? And that will help you and the baby steps start to think about that, that other next step you want to take, right? And I think the other thing for you to think about is seeing, and this is kind of where I want to wrap it, is seeing the importance of investments as a pathway to growth, right? Not just an expense. And that's why I said investments and not expense. That's why I said invested in yourself instead of spending money on X. Because when there, an investment is something that has a return. Hiring help has a return on your efficiency, right? Hiring or uh, investing in equipment also helps you with your efficiency. Investing into a course, a program, um, a challenge VIP, coaching, a mastermind, investing into just like a one-on-one coach, whatever it is, that should have a return on that investment, right? Because that is going to help you grow. That's what I said um, to some, let's see, um, there was another student, multi-stream machine student, also in our mastermind. And in the mastermind, uh, she'd got given a, given advice and she just told us she has a gift shop and a flower store. And she just told me today that what she learned two years ago, she is still using today and is helping her curate what she's selling in her gift store. It's helping her focus on her flowers and her best sellers. And she's still using it. So that investment that she made two years ago has continued to pay off year over year, and is still helping her with what she's doing now. Okay. So I want you to think about that when you're thinking about that pathway of growth growth, and not just an expense. And I want you to challenge your fears and make curiosity around it and be like, what if this worked? Right? Um, I want you to get curious. And then I also want you to take calculated risks. I think one of the reasons, even though I come from a lot of scarcity as a young person, and I've worked a lot on scarcity of like money going away and never coming back, I also do take risks and I have continuously taken risks to the point that I had a woman that's in the military that jumps out of planes (laughs) as part of her job tell me she cannot believe how brave I am and the risks that I take. And I looked at her and I was like, I don't even know what you're talking about. You jump out of an airplane for a living. And she's like, I would do that all day, every day. Starting a business and being self-reliant is the scariest thing to her. So I want you to already realize that the things that you've already done to this point are calculated risks that you've taken that other people would not take. People who jump out of airplanes would not be taking the path that you take. So I want you to, even if you feel like you're the most cautious person in the world, realize that as an entrepreneur, you have taken that risk. And if you can start to take um, calculated risks, when I say that, it's in the way of saying, all right, I'm going to test this. I'm going to try this. I'm going to invest in this, right? Nothing, none of it should put you out of business but their investments in terms of like, all right, let's see what happens. Because that risk actually is an investment and it feels like a risk in the very beginning, but it's not a risk of, um, it's not something that's truly going to hurt you. You're just scared because you don't know what's going to happen. All right. And I want you to think about what your life would look like. What's on the other side of pushing past that fear? What is on the other side of overcoming this fear, making these investments in yourself, 
making these investments in your business and what can be on the other side. So take a moment after this podcast to just take a moment, take a couple deep breaths and think, what's on the other side of this fear? What's on the other side if I choose to do things a little bit differently? If I push past this and I take some calculated risks, if I invest looking for that return on my investment and investing in myself will have that ROI, what would happen if I was surrounded by community as I did this? What would happen if I um, had the exact steps to take to do it, right? So I want you to just think about that for a moment after this podcast episode ends, um, just to think, reflect. If you have time to journal, go ahead and do that as well. And I just want to tell you, I want to wrap this with a, a bracelet that I wore forever and ever. And I still have it. And it was created by a local jewelry maker in Vancouver, British Columbia. I want you to take this with you. What would you attempt to do if you knew you could not fail? All right. See you next week. Thank you for being here and listening all the way through the Product Boss Podcast. If you love our show and it has helped you in any way in your business, would you mind doing two things for us? Subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode and leave us a review. Reviews help other product entrepreneurs know that this is the place to be to grow their businesses and realize that they're not alone. And we know that you all know that a five-star and honest review helps you sell more products to more people. So you know that your reviews help us reach more listeners around the world. Remember, what we give is what we receive. And we are all about helping each other in the Product Boss community. We are all in this together. We would be so appreciative of you if you could take the time right now to subscribe, leave a review, and even share this episode on social or someone you know so we can impact more lives. And remember, subscribing means that you will get notified each time we release a new episode so you never miss a thing. You have helped us grow and climb into the top 10 of all marketing podcasts and together we can keep climbing. Thank you, friends. And remember, there is room at the top for all of us.